I get a message from my manager and she's like, hey, they're knocking you off the trip. And I was like, what? everyone i'm your host alanized and this is noche de pendejadas your favorite talk show turned podcast en donde yo traigo a tus influencers favoritos para platicar y posiblemente sacarle sus trapitos al sol please help me welcome tonight's guest must be cindy hi guys hola amiga hi. como estas it's been a while it's been a while it's been a while <laughs> yo siento como que ya ya se necesitaba a little catch up thank you so much first of all for driving out here. Yo sé que vives lejos, güey. So, a ver si luego después de que grabemos te doy un que sea pa'l gas, güey. Aunque sea <laughs> no, pa' que salga. No, honestly, thank you for having me. I love watching the show. Every time it comes on, I'm like, let me go watch it. And so to be able to be a part of it is like something so amazing to me. Oh, so thank, thank you. you, amiga. No, yo también, you guys, en cuanto la Cindy me dijo que quería estar otra vez en el programa, dije, jálate, güey. <laughs> Estoy súper emocionado, you guys. Y yo pienso que la última vez que estuviste en el programa, yo pienso que tu vida era súper, súper diferente. So I feel like como que ya tocaba a little catch up on must be Cindy. So, antes de que empecemos con el chisme, porque yo sé que ustedes quieren saber todo, yo quiero que primero, wey, tú te introduzcas. I want you to introduce yourself. I want you to tell the people that are watching quién eres y a qué te dedicas. So, if you guys don't know me, my name is Must Be Cindy. I've been doing social media for oh my god, almost six years now. Damn, bitch. Yeah, literally, time flies. I'm getting old but yeah i've been on social media for about six years and a little background story of me and how i even started social media i literally just w went live one day and started doing my makeup and people liked me my drama i had so much going on back then and so um that's a little bit about how i started here and here we are empezaste en facebook que ahorita yeah. te pueden encontrar en todas las redes sí. sociales wey. gracias a dios antes de que empecemos ya con la plática you guys vamos a calentar motores mm -hmm. um como ustedes saben we brought back the shots oh my y goodness. pues cindy le gusta tomar y pues también a mí you guys <laughs> so vamos a tomarnos un chapa calentar Ay, you guys Oof. Mm. Ay, y ni me pregunten qué hora son, you guys, porque vergüenza me da decirles, ¿ok? <laughs> Yo quiero saber cómo fue tu niñez. How was Cindy growing up? My childhood was 50-50. I feel like it was very beautiful, but I feel like there was always something missing in my life. My dad uh and my mom separated when i was like five years old and i didn't really get much of my dad after that so i feel like that played a big role in like the things i did when i was young and i did a lot of bad stuff like <laughs> trying to fill in that yeah. void i ended up getting pregnant very young um porque vivía la vida de lo que era. but i feel like a lot of the reasoning behind that was because all of my siblings were older than me they were out partying and you know desmadreando and there i was freaking 13 years old wanting to do what they were doing so i'm glad that you know I have Karina now and Karina doesn't have older siblings. So she's that older sibling that's yeah. very calm, you know? That's basically a little bit of how my life was. It was very 50-50. It was very, um, it was good, but there was a lot of trauma, you know? You got pregnant at 14, which obviamente es super, super joven. ¿Cómo fue eso, wey? I found out and I freaked out and I was freaked out for like about two months. I didn't want to tell anybody. So nadie me dijiste. No, nobody. I didn't know how. I was so young. I was yeah. like, oh my God, my mom's going to literally beat me. Like, I just didn't know how to face 
the reality. They ended up finding out when I was already like three, almost four months pregnant. ¿Se te notaba o qué? No, but um, I think my mom, I think my mom was the one that started like noticing that I was being very weird. Um, como con muchos ascos and like throwing up and stuff. And um, my sister's like, you have to tell her, like you have to tell her. And I remember when I told my mom, my mom literally broke down to the ground. I'll never forget. Like I saw her fall. And now I get it. You know, yeah. now that I have um, Karina, now I'm like, I get why. But I told her and it was very weird. Like it was weird. My pregnancy was very weird because I was so little, you know, uh-huh. so like they would do belly rubs and things like that. And it just wasn't what a 14 year old was supposed to be, be doing at the time. Yeah. You know, so it was it was awkward. But I mean, here we are now. You know, do you feel like getting pregnant so young? Do you feel like it? literally like transformed your life obviamente hubieron cambios you became a mother so young did you miss out on any of like the high school experiences i missed out on a lot um and i always felt like an outcast because literally nobody was going through what i was going through at that stage so it definitely changed my life a lot i didn't really miss out on much i still finished high school and you know i still did a lot of fun things, but my life was very different. You know, like it was always like, you got to come home to your baby. Like you have to take care of your baby. Everybody was out having fun and kind of just focusing on them. My focus was like my baby. Getting pregnant so young. Y viviendo lo que viviste. Do you feel like it affected your mental health? It does. It, it does very much because as much as you love your baby so much, you do come across the moments of like, why did I do this so young? Like, you know, I should have waited and like those type of moments. But I always had a lot of like support. Her dad has always been there since day one until now. Um, You know, my family, his family. So I had a lot of support. I wasn't like, because there's a lot of young moms that don't have the help. And, you know, um, I like to very much put out there kind of everything that I went through in my life since I had her because I feel like a lot of little girls I feel like sometimes people take it as like, you shouldn't be flaunting that, but it's like, it's my life. It's what I went through. And at the same time, you know, it's good for people to see that because, hey, maybe they'll see it and like not do the same thing or, you know. Tú estás contando cómo fue tu vida. Tú estás contando qué te pasó a ti. And at the end of the day, people can see it as in like an inspiration or as in like, hey, pónganse las pilas y por favor tengan cuidado lo que hacen a tan temprana edad. So, obviamente, you got pregnant. Tú te quedaste con el papá de Karina throughout those times? Yeah. Or en cuanto elegiste que estabas embarazada, se quedó ahí eso. Um, no, he actually, we stayed together. Uh, we were together for like almost five years. So oh, we, we ended up splitting when Karina was like three years old. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, okay. he, was, he was older than me. He was um, like about four years older than me because I lied about my age. <laughs> I had told him I was 15. You were one of those, bitch. I had told him I was 15, made him fall in love, and then he found out the truth. And I was like, he's oh like, chingue su madre. So, obviamente, como tú acabas de decir, no estás actualmente con el papá de tu primer hijo. ¿Qué fue para ti como el momento donde tú dijiste, sabes que hasta aquí llegó esto, prefiero batallarle sola que estar mal acompañada en ese momento? And see, this is why I like to share my story with people because I feel like girls at a young age, like they fall in love and they feel like that's going to be the love of their life forever, which sometimes is the case, but it's not always the case, you know? And I feel like a lot of girls run into the getting pregnant and the split ups, which it can happen to everybody. Right. But, um, I think what happened with me is because I was so much younger and he was so much older. Like, I feel like once I got to a certain age, como que like we, outgrew each other yeah. and i think we got to a moment where we were like this isn't this isn't gonna work out yeah. you know is like just doing things to each other that we weren't supposed to and um yeah we split up when she was about three years old yeah like 
this isn't going to work out anymore, you know? I think it also comes down to the fact that obviamente cuando tú te embarazaste, cuando estabas en la relación, obviamente estabas súper joven, güey. Obviamente ya cuando llegaste a tus 18, it was like, güey, ya tengo 18 años, soy mayor de edad, tengo que ver qué chingados voy a hacer con mi vida. And like you said, maybe your plans for your future didn't match his, mm -hmm. you know, and which is fine. Pero, you know, a veces es muy difícil como tú, como tú dices, especially after having a kid, was it hard making that decision? It, it, it was hard, you know, because she was already at a little age where she would question like, where's my daddy and stuff like that. But I feel like we were in a very toxic relationship that it was better to get her out of it and like not continue to put her through the fighting and yeah. the, you know, que se va y que regresa and that type of stuff. So I feel like that's the main reason why we made the decision because it was so, it was toxic, you yeah. know, así pasa. And sometimes it is better off to just leave it alone, dejarlo por la, por la paz, but you guys are still going to raise your baby together, yeah. you know, so. That's a great example porque pienso que hay mucha gente que por el, ay, pues tenemos un bebé, por el, ay, pues tenemos que criar a esta cría, no se separan, pero siguen siendo tóxicos. And I feel like a lot of parents don't realize that you're actually doing more damage to like your baby. So obviamente te separas de tu um, baby daddy y empezaste tú pues a vivir tu vida. How was it like being a teen mom, especialmente después de la separación? Was it difficult? ¿Cómo fue eso? Explícanos. It was, it was a little difficult because, you know, like you're so young and you're barely starting your life. And not only are you starting your life, but you also have to take care of the little yeah. life that you created, you know? So when the relationship ends, you know, you, you still have that baby like that you have to care for and just kind of. So I feel like for me, my struggles started very young, you know, yeah. like I would work, but I would work for me and her. And like um, I went through a lot of like financial struggles and stuff, you know, no me alcanzaba el dinero. But as far as me from that time until I turned uh, 23, I feel like I had so much fun. Like that's yeah. when I started going out with my friends, things that I didn't do during high school when um you know obviously when i had her right like very yeah. little and i was finishing high school so i went through like my good solid nine years of just having fun and just having her and enjoying her and then i ended up having another baby when i was 23 nos contaste un poquito en esta entrevista y también en la, en la otra de que pues le batallaste being a single mom. Do you remember a moment that was like a turning point for you that you always think back at and be like, no mames, güey. Yo en ese momento pensaba que pues aquí se me iba a acabar la vida. Y ahora que te miras toda, you know, a successful mommy of two logrando tantas cosas. Do you ever go back to like maybe a specific moment? If so, ¿cuál es ese momento para ti? I feel like for me, my moment, and I will never forget this moment, and I think I've shared this a lot with my um, my must-be's, my supporters. Um, I had gotten my first little apartment, and oh my God, I was always so broke there. I remember one week, like I literally had no food in my fridge, like no money, and I was crying and crying, and I would literally drive to my mom's and go feed the kids there because I didn't have like food in my fridge, you know? Ah, me, getting emotional. Um, and I feel like that little moment's like always, I had... Ethan I think he was like seven months at that time Karina was like nine and I remember like looking at them and just not having food in my fridge and like being like oh my god like I'm such a horrible mom like no los puedo cuidar y iba, iba a la casa de mi mom like to feed them because I didn't have money and that's like my go back to moment every time that kind of like keeps me grounded you know and yeah. like very humble and and just I always try to remember like where I came from, you know? Y yo pienso que también momentos así como dices tú, son momentos que ya cuando has logrado tanto, you're like, wow. En yeah. ese momento, must be Cindy, a lo mejor se creía que pues ahí quedaba su vida, que pues ahí ya 
ya no ibas a salir de ese momento Bien. tan oscuro, pero mírate ahora, güey. Mírate todo lo que has logrado. Mira todo lo que... Nomás por siendo tú, güey. Like, Bien. if you really think about it, you've accomplished so much just by being you. Bien. So, obviamente nos contaste que, you know, después de Karina, después de que te separaste de su papá, pasaron unos años y pues te embarazaste otra vez. Luego vino Iten a tu vida... ¿Cómo pasó eso, güey? Obviamente conociste a alguien, te enamoraste, sabemos cómo pasó. Pero, like, how was that and how did that change your life? Obviously, you were being a single mother, conoces a alguien y paz. Yeah, um, I wanted to have a baby so bad. Like, I was, I wanted to have another baby already. I was like, I need another baby. And I told God, God, can you please give me a little boy? Like, I promise I won't have any more kids if you give me a little yeah. boy. And he did. Um, and it was, that relationship was not long lasting. I think we were together for probably just my pregnancy and maybe two weeks after the baby was born oh, shit. and we split up like two weeks after the baby was born because that was even more toxic than you know the first one i was like two broken families yeah. a little two week old baby and like i was just like oh my god my life is a mess and um that's basically how that happened nos cuentas de que pues te dejaste del papá de tu segundo bebé súper, súper rápido después de que lo tuviste a tu bebé. Was it harder for you to let go of that? Especially because it's like, wait, apenas acabamos de tener un hijo y ya estamos hablando de una separación. Yeah, it was, it was hard. It was hard. But um, I feel like it was so much harder to sit there and, and stay somewhere where, again, it was just very, very toxic, you know? Oh my God, I remember the moment like when I packed up and went to my mom's house, I felt like a complete failure. Like I was like, oh my God, I literally have two kids. And fun fact, this was actually two months before Must Be Cindy even like, you know, started. This oh, was like, shit. I feel like that was like the reason why I even started going live because I was so depressed and I was like, I'm a, like, I need to do something. You know, I was yeah. going through postpartum depression and everything. And I did a live video one day when the baby was like, that little and that's basically when it started but yeah it was definitely very tough to have two broken families and two babies all by myself at 23 like did you ever like in in un momento te culpabas a ti because you're like wait me pasó una vez y luego otra vez seré yo el problema or was it always like no no they're the problem no i'm just kidding ah, <laughs> no um yeah definitely you know yeah. I, si te culpas because at the end of the day you do have a lot of fault in why things happen um but In, in this situation, I feel like there was like infidelity involved. And yeah. once there's that involved, like you just can't move past that. Like it's always going to be toxic. That is always going to cause you to be toxic, you know? So si me culpaba and I would tell myself like, could I have stayed? Could I have gotten over it? But you, in my like perspective, I feel like it's just something that is always going to cause a problem, you know? That's a hundred percent like true in lo que tú dices, porque yo también güey, like, yo pienso que una infelicidad es something que uno no perdona. Te puedo perdonar que me dijiste esto, te puedo perdonar que me hiciste un pancho aquí, un pancho allá, pero una infelicidad, güey, yo pienso que eso fuera algo que cruzaría en tu mente muy, muy constantemente. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So, obviously, dejas a tus dos parejas, las cuales tuviste un bebé with. Um, how was co-parenting? Was co-parenting with both your baby daddies ever difficult? If so, in what way? Yeah, you know, now it's like all beautiful and like they'll come over to parties that I have for the kids and things like that or we'll do things together. Pero había un momento where we literally los agarramos a chingazos. No, I'm just Casi kidding. Casi no, <laughs> Yeah, no. No, I mean, you definitely do go through, you know, the struggles, especially when the reasoning of like always argument arguing is because you guys just recently split up yeah. and you're not ready to see that. And like there, when it's fresh, you're always going to have problems, but you eventually come across a moment where you're like, okay, it's not about us anymore. Yeah. You know? So yes, it was not always rainbows and butterflies. Now you guys, a lot of you guys see my life and you're like, Oh my God, like she has her baby daddies like with her yeah. and you know, they, they get along very well, but it wasn't always like that. But you do get to a moment where if you can, I always tell my, my audiences, like if you can co-parent do it, because at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about your baby. Like I didn't have my dad in my life and I struggled a lot because of that. So I want to make sure that my kids, every birthday, you know, every chance that they get, that they have a memory of their mom and their dad, even yeah. if they're moved on, even like Karina's dad, he has, um, four other kids and I get along so amazingly with her stepmom. And it's better that way, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's a lot more draining. You have to raise this baby together no matter what. So it's a lot more draining to have to raise a baby together in a very like toxic, you know, yeah. always arguing way versus coming together and just kind of like, you know, being good parents. Now we do run across arguments or I guess it's like, they're not okay with, you know, certain things that I let slide or things like that, which is normal. You know, you're yeah. raising a baby in two different households, two different parents, two different lives. But we come together at the end of the day, you know, and, and, and continue to have a good relationship for the kids, you know? ¿Qué sientes tú que fue, like, that moment where you had a realization of, like, you know what? Tenemos que tener cambios. We need to do things differently to be able to have a very healthy co-parenting relationship. Um, I think it was around Karina's baptism. Oh, my God, we baptized her, like, at 10 years old. Or 9 years old, I think. But it was at her like baptism that I was like, okay, we have to get together and like really have a, a good relationship because we have, we're going to have to be around yeah. each other. There's going to be so many beautiful moments that you don't want to miss out on, or you don't want to be in the same room as them and just be awkward and not have that conversation. Um, I think that's what did it for me that I was like, okay, I, we have to. And, and I reached out, I remember I, I reached out and I was like, Hey, let's go to lunch. Like let's, and it kicked off since then. And 
like even my baby daddies like get yeah. along you know like it's Todos it, juntan, yeah like yeah. they could literally both come together to the same party se saludan y hablan platican se ríen like one thing I will say about them is my respects because ellos vienen a mi casa y ellos se sientan and they'll drink a beer with us and they'll hang out with us and you know we'll go to Disneyland we're actually gonna go to Disneyland tomorrow for Karina's birthday with her Aww. dad and her stepmom you know so that you know it, it it's a two it's a two-way relationship and i feel like if you guys are both trying you can make it happen was it ever like awkward obviamente tú ya tienes a tu pareja el ellos ya tienen a su pareja was it ever like awkward obviamente también entre mujeres you know like conociéndose like did it ever get to the point where it's like oh awkward you know what at least for me no like Karina's stepmom she will literally buy all my collabs like she reposts them Aww. on her stories she like I try to share a lot of what I have with them. You know, if I um, launch things like Yo se las mando and things like that. So in that sense, I feel like as women, ha pasado mucho tiempo. Like we yeah. literally split up when Karina was three. She's going to be 15 tomorrow, you know? So el tiempo pasa y como que ya no están esos mismos sentimientos de, de celo or like you're, you're jealous or you're this and you're that. Um, I, I've never felt it from her. And well, my other uh, baby daddy doesn't have a girlfriend yet. Hopefully he finds one soon. Ay, <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. Ojalá. I'm like, I'll send you guys pictures of him so you guys can. Es que ocupo una stepmom para que me ayude con el item porque no, I'm just kidding. It's hard, yeah. No, yeah, but I don't think they've ever, even the boys, um, Brandon gets along yeah. with Ricky like really good. Se dicen hasta compa. And like, it's just, I, I don't think there's any like celo or anything in between. Tu personalmente, obviamente, tienes a tu novio branded. Was it like la primera vez que, you know, convivieron juntos? Were you ever like nervous? Like you're like, fuck, ojalá que se lleven bien. Ojalá que pues, you know, se caigan uno al otro. Um, Brandon has been around like me for yeah. for quite some time because he used to sing out on my party. So I feel like he saw like our co-parenting yeah. a lot. So it wasn't like weird. And um, I feel like, no, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. Even Brandon's parents have came around them. Like we yeah. literally did a whole Disney trip together, even with his parents, you know, which is crazy, but they're just all easygoing people. And pues, no, no está nervio. That says a lot about you, mm -hmm. like your growth as a person, because yo siento que hay mucha gente que tienen un hijo, luego se separan and they, you know, they make it about them when it's like, wait, ya no es about us. Mm -hmm. It's about our baby. It's about el buenestar de nuestro bebé. Y es muy difícil, como tú dices, like, to get out of the mind space of like, wait, it's not about us anymore. Yeah. Y lo bueno que tú, obviamente, ya lograron, you know, get out of that stage. Yeah. Porque yo pienso que hay mucha gente que pasa por ese stage y pues no, nunca lo superan. Yeah. Que es algo que tú ya superando ese stage, tú le puedes dar como as advice to people that are maybe going through that same, um, you know, stage that you already got out of. I think my advice to you guys, if you guys aren't getting along with your, you know, uh, kids, dads or like their mom, just get yourself out of like the mindset of it's about you guys because it's not it's about your baby and at the end of the day like your baby's going to grow up one day and they're going to remember that you guys didn't share the same you guys they didn't share like a birthday with both their parents like it's not their fault that things didn't work out between you two and at the end of the day you have to still come together and let them have those memories that they would have had if you guys would have been together i know that sometimes no se puede because there's other things involved heavier things but if a lot of the times like i said 90 yeah. percent of the time it's just because you just can't get along not necessarily because there's like a big issue in the back so definitely like just try keep trying even if that person's not trying 
continue trying eventually they'll get the point eventually you guys will overcome that stage one has to try and then the other one will too you know because it's all about your babies and again they're gonna grow up and they're gonna remember just like how you brought them up and i don't know i I want my babies to just always be like hey my parents weren't together but my fifth sixth seventh birthday and up like we were all together in the same room you know so that's my advice al fin del día yo pienso que you know la gente que se separa piensan que no le están haciendo daño a nadie pero al fin del día chinga su madre Cindy chinga su madre su baby daddy tienen que ver por el bebé tienen que ver por Karina tienen que ver por Ethan because al fin del día como dices tú you came from a broken family you saw the trauma you knew what it was like to grow up with like not having your parents together so obviamente tú dices sabes que yo no quiero estar con mi pareja pero no quiero que pues completamente both parents are not in my baby's life you know so ya que platicamos un poquito de pues tu embarazo tu infancia how was Cindy growing up yo me quiero actualizar wey. I want to know what's up con la must be de ahora y pues quiero que nos platiques antes de que empecemos con lo de ahora yo quiero que nos platiques un poquito a qué se dedicaba must be Cindy antes de que hiciera todo esto de social media I used to work at a bank <laughs> I worked at a couple banks, actually, but I did banking for like seven years. Oh, shit. Never in my life did I imagine that this was going to be my life today. I mean, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, I really did banking. You know, um, that was my last job. I worked at Chase before I quit social media. Like I did banking. I didn't go to college, but, you know, siempre me dedicaba mi vida to banking. Yeah. Obviamente, en un momento, you know, you get introduced to social media. What was that moment for you? Como dijiste, tú sabes que chingas madre, voy a empezar a hacer social media. I would do it on the side. <laughs> so I worked full time at the bank and I would do must be Cindy on the side so I would go to work my seven hours come home do live videos I would wake up extra early go live getting ready doing my makeup with the girls to go to work and um for the longest time I felt like I was already able to quit my job but I was so afraid I was like okay this doesn't have stability you know um you have to kind of like every single month build yourself up in a job like that how am I gonna leave my you know my secured paychecks behind and and do this but i got to a moment where i was like you know what i have to give it a try because it's in my hands you know i have both options if it doesn't work out i can always come back to work so i feel like when i had that moment i set my i set a goal for myself i was like when i make it to this certain amount in my savings i'm gonna quit my job and i made it to that amount and i was like I'm out. It was the best decision I ever made because everything went up even more after that, you know, because I had so much time um, in my hands to do it. And it's so crazy because when I went into work um, at Chase, my manager that hired me, yo le decía like, oh, look, this is what I do on the side. So they knew what I would, yeah. what I was doing. And I remember he told me one day when I first started, he's like, I can't wait until the day that you're able to walk away from here and tell me like, you don't need us anymore. You're moving. And it's so crazy. I got moved banks and I was at another bank for like a good year. And I ended up back at his branch and I quit on him. On him. So he was like, you finally got your moment. Like, it was so crazy to me. I, I left crying, bawling my eyes out because he was like, you finally got your they moment. They believed in yeah, you. Obviously, yeah. which is so hard and crazy to find jefes así porque yeah. normalmente dicen, no, esta trabajadora es muy chingona, no la quiero perder. And he was like, no, yo quiero que te me vayas, yeah. pero ya bien cuando tú sepas que vas a hacer algo mejor. Yeah. So, and it happened. And so it happened two years later, you know. That's so crazy, like, bitch. So obviamente, must be Cindy, you know, was created. Empezadas a hacerlos en vivos. You know, you started to get your following up. And, you know, aquí estás con nosotros hoy. So yo quiero hablar de lo de ahora, güey. Yo ya quiero empezar el chisme. Ya como que mucha platiquita. Todo lo que pasa en tu vida, tú compartes con ellos. Y obviamente, not too long ago, pues, 
Empezaron las pláticas de que pues tú ya no tienes una relación con tus padres. How has that been for you? It's been hard. Um, and I, I like to be so open about it because I know there's a lot of people that struggle with that. And it is one of the worst things you could ever go through in your life. So I like to be very open about it. But um, I don't have a close relationship with them. My dad, as I told you, you know, earlier on the episode that he left when I was very young and he got into like drug using and he just wasn't around. My dad always had the most beautiful heart, but he just was not around. Yeah. And a mí me dejó like completamente abandonada, you know, about 15, 14 years ago, he ends up uh, blind. He oh, ended up shit. blind suddenly. He was still in that life of drugs and stuff. He ended up blind suddenly. And that kind of like forced him into my life because, pues, ya teníamos que todos, you know, ayudarlo, which yeah. we have until this day. But I was very young at that time. I think I was like 17 turning 18. God, if you guys do the math and I'm wrong, it was around that time frame. <laughs> so I kind of like, you know, brought him and he ended up also, we ended up taking him through like, you know, doctor's visits and stuff and it ended up, and ended up coming up that he had HIV. Oh, and shit. I talk about that openly too because for the longest time I didn't and I was never ashamed of it but it was always something so personal to him yeah. and one day we had that conversation and he's like, you can talk about it because you can spread awareness and, you know, tell people not to do drugs and stuff because he got it through, yeah. you know, drug usage. So that kind of brought my dad back in my life and my mom's relationship with me has always been very like rocky. Like we've always had problems, you yeah. know, we've, we've never, I don't think we've ever gone through like a solid full year of just like being peaceful. Good. Yeah. So, um, having my dad like that for so many years and, you know, having to kind of care for him along with like my family, because my family does a lot. And then having that relationship with my mom that way last year, I went through the biggest downfall of my life where I was like, Oh my God, I am done with anything and everything that feels heavy on me, you know, yeah. because the constant, the constantly having to like take care of one parent and then constantly having to kind of like walk on eggshells with the other, like you get tired. You get tired. At the end of the day, having to like, you know, live your life, yeah. raise your children. Like still be a mom, still go to work. You're going through your own personal things and everything. And it, it's just draining. And I think I got to the point one day where I was like, I'm, I'm better off like yeah. apart, you know, Diosito los bendiga, que Diosito me los cuide. At the end of the day, they, like I still take care of my dad, yeah. you know, financially, todo, but it, it becomes very draining to the point where you almost don't want to have like that relationship with them. And, and it's far deeper than what it sounds like. It really has been very yeah. toxic on one end. And on the other end, you know, it's, it's heavy because I have my own kids and I have my own life and I have, and you know, you have your dad constantly calling you and I need this and I need this. And I, and it's never a solid conversation yeah. of like, how are you? It's more like, like necesito esto. you know, it's like, how are you? Are you okay? I got to a moment where I was like very kind of like angry with them and, Believe it or not, like that draining part just like sets you apart. And then it almost becomes a little more peaceful yeah. to be apart. But I still have conversations with them. And I still, you know, I'm like, hey, mom, how are you? Hi, dad, how are you? I still take care of my dad. But very much como like a la distancia. A la distancia. Yo quiero my peace. Necesitan algo de mí, okay? Si están en mi alcance, I'll do it. Pero, y si no, no. Pero cada quien por su lado. What was it for you that was like, you know what? Yo voy a tomar esta decisión that is super, super hard because at the end of the day, you know, son nuestros padres. ¿Qué fue para ti que dijiste, sabes que ya no puedo más? Um, again, I had gone through like a really, really bad year last year and I feel like when I went through that, I feel like my mom started being very open on social media about the problems that we've had. And it was like, why right now? Like, why right now when I'm already like down at the bottom, like 
Ugh, it makes me so emotional. Um, and she put a lot more on me than what I was already going through. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't anymore, you know, and having, having, dealing with that with her and then my dad just being so needy. I was like, I, I like, I can't I anymore. Can't, like I yeah. just, this is too much for me. Like, God bless you guys. Like, I'm going to put you guys, you know, aside yeah. and focus on bringing myself back up and, you know, rebuilding myself and just kind of like, f- like fixing almost like my, how I was like mentally at that moment, you know? So I feel like that was my moment where I was like, I cannot yeah. anymore. Tú te sentías como de que, güey, yo estoy en mi peor momento y todavía me están pateando. Yeah, because did you feel like that? I did because um, there was so many like insults that started coming, you know, like that I was like a horrible daughter and that money changed me and that I don't care about my parents. And it was when, you know, my mom would sit and have conversations with her audience. Like it was very one-sided and it was not like, which it always is, right? Yeah. Cuando estás platicando, nunca platicas lo que tú haces, yeah. simplemente lo que te hacen. And I would always tell her like, this is things, these are things that need to be off social media. And the more I said it, like the more it happened and I wasn't being respected. And I was like, oh yeah, no. So like, tú tenías pláticas con ella behind closed doors y no se te hacía caso? Oh yeah, like I was already like, all over Cheeseman channels around yeah. that time. Like it was, it was so bad. And I remember one day, like I, and I'm going to tell you guys, you know, because I feel like it's something that happened. And I don't think I've ever shared this with anybody. Um, I was already all over those pages. And then I wake up to a video that she did. And, um, you know, I read the comments and it hurts because if they're attacking me, it hurts. Yeah. If they're attacking her, it's my mom and it, it hurts. hurts. And I remember getting in my car, I had a brawn and I remember getting in my car and driving to her house and literally yelling at the top of my lungs. Like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to us? Like, this is not what needs to be happening on social yeah. media. Like you and I don't have conversations about what's going on with us. Why do you have to have them with them? Like I yelling at the yeah. top of my lungs, like, please stop. And it still continued after that. And I think that's when I was like, I can't do this anymore, you know, like at all. But yeah, it was, it was, it was a bad time for sure. And I'm sure it was super draining for you because obviamente tú en tu cabeza decías, wait, si tienes tanto que decir o pensar de mí, dímelo a mí, ¿por qué la estás teniendo esas conversaciones con gente que ni caso? Porque al fin del día la gente que pues la estaba mirando a la mejor a ella o la gente que estaba posteando todo esto, era gente que pues nomás querían hop on that train of like, let's hate, must be Cindy, porque me acuerdo que en ese entonces you were going through a lot of shit online, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, you already felt like pues, you know, you were at the bottom, like, yeah mentally emotionally everything it was being it to my pues casi pisotearte you know so it and must have been hard it was and i talk about this and i'm even talking about this now because it was put out there you yeah. know not by me like so for the longest time i would stay quiet oh my god there were so many times where i would cry throw myself in the restroom and yell like because i wanted to say so much to defend myself but i couldn't because at the end of the day it's your parents and it's a very sensitive topic you know yeah. people live by but it's your mom And it's your dad and it's your parents and I don't have my parents and you should be grateful. And a lot of that you get. So it's almost like you're you're damned if you say something and you're damned if you don't. But I think I got myself to a point where I was like, if I don't defend myself, then everything that these people are saying, it's what it is because I'm not saying anything. So I got to the moment where I was like, you know what? This is what it is. This is what it's always been. And we're, we're better off apart. And I think once I started like talking about it, oh, my God, the amount the amount of messages that I get from people that literally go through the same thing. I'm like, wow, like I'm so glad that they don't feel alone and that yeah. they like, 
see what I go through, unfortunately. And they're like, okay, well, she's going through it also. Because I feel like us influencers, yeah. we we pick and choose what we put out there, right? Yeah. So a lot of the times we have this like dandy life where it's like, yeah, we're all happy. We're so blessed. We're, but a lot of the times, all the time, we really do have our own problems. Like we really do. Tenemos cola que nos pisen también, you know? So I feel like the the more you share these things with your audience, like like the more they can relate to you. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're on social media for. Eso fue hace un año. Do you feel like your relationship with your parents has gotten better as time has gone? Well, there's like no relationship right now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we haven't entered that stage where we're going to try again because a lot of the same things Keep continue happening. happening, you know, and you see it. Y te There's days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I have to, because yeah. I spend so many days crying over that. Like, especially being around people, um, with their parents and stuff. Like I'm, I'm around my boyfriend all the time with his parents and you're like, I don't have this, you know? And like, you can have everything. Like I have a beautiful job. I have a beautiful two babies, I ha but not having your parents in your life is like so traumatizing. And I'm whole ass going to be 30 years old, yeah. you know, but aún así, ocupas a tus padres, los quieres a un lado de ti when you're launching things, when you're celebrating, when you're sad, when, and not having that is like a really, really like big ass, not in your throat at all times. Like, you know, so it is something that I struggle with for sure. Do you feel like you're happier like that? I do. I feel, I feel more peaceful. I, I've spent this past, what, like six, seven months just trying to like rebuild myself, like fix my mental health and just do what makes me happy. And I feel like I've been happier having them like a, a little apart, you know, and focusing on me and my kids. Cause at the end of the day, it's me and my kids yeah. and then it's everybody else. And I feel like that's something that I struggled with understanding for the longest time. You all cuidaba todo mundo. Like I just drained myself, just taking care of everybody and making sure everybody was okay. And then I went through my own like breakdown, meltdown, you know? So it was like everybody else. And then it was me and my kids. And now it's like, me and my kids and everybody else and if you're not going to give me a good relationship you're not going to be in my life and and that's just that you know so i do feel happier <laughs> but i love my like, parents <laughs> even just from the the change i've seen you in two years even from seeing you online te miro hasta más feliz you yeah. guys everyone te says that i really do i see yeah. you posting your kids i see you doing so much stuff that it's like sometimes you kind of have to take a step back to be like you know what Voy a en, ver, en verdad darle toda mi energía a lo que en verdad vale la yeah. pena. Y para ti en este momento son tus hijos, mm -hmm. es tu familia. Y I'm super, super happy for you. So, obviamente, después de haber pasado todo eso con tu familia, do you feel like that's inspired you to, like, raise your kids differently than the way you were raised? If so, in what way? Yes, I'm very grateful for my parents. They gave me life. And at the end of the day, no matter what, like, I'm here because of them, you know? But yes, you do look at situations that you go through with your parents and like you know those around you and it does inspire you to be different with your kids yeah. so for me I feel like for example like my mom was very traditional back in the day where you split up and if it, it was up to them if they didn't want you to see your dad it was up to them yeah. like ellas eran las madres y las que tomaban decisiones yeah. it's not like that anymore you know so I feel like that had a lot to do with the fact that like I wasn't around my dad much and now I'm like, no, like my kids have to be with their dad, you know, like they, we have to sit in the same room and it inspires you to be a different parent, although your parents were and are amazing no yeah. matter what, you know, so. Obviamente a ti se te ha tratado de cancelar, no una, pero varias veces. Obviamente hay personas that make a whole ass living off of like making chisme. Yeah. ¿Qué es lo que tú piensas sobre eso? I feel like 
oh my god i went through that a lot like it was there was a season of that where it was like cancel must be cindy like nobody just nobody fucked with me like it was a season like a whole seven months of it Con torture, so <laughs> yeah like, like no matter but there were we i went through that and oh my god it was like the worst thing ever anything i said did it was like posted twisted and there was an army of people that were just like cancel must be cindy and there were so many times where i was like oh my god like i'm i'm done you I'm know done. pero no yo peleé yo i was like you know what ay hasta dios y dios sabe lo que yo soy and if this is what i deserve then this is what it's gonna be and if it's not he's gonna allow me to you know pass this this moment of whatever i'm going through which i'm very grateful that it happened yeah. alan because i feel like i was in this i look back at myself and i was in this like fairy tale world where like it was almost just about me yeah. and everything that I went through. It was so sad. And it was, Oh my God, I wish to never go through that again. Cause I don't wish that on my worst enemy, but me, me como una diferente persona. Like with my kids, my relationship, my house, my, I cook now. Like I, 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 I didn't used to do that oh, shit before. So it kind of like brought me back to reality and kind of taught me. And I was work mode 24 yeah. seven back then. Like, yo no salía de mi cuarto. It was like work, 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 work. And I have something to show for it. So I did work hard and there was something to show for it. But at the end of the day, you have to like really step into reality, um, at some point of your life you know you can't always live this like fairy tale life and it, it helped me with that but yeah it was like that that cancel must be cindy and and it sucks because again there's like that whole ass army of people that just like to hate no you. matter what like you could literally just be existing and they'll be like i hate her like I you know what what's crazy is that like it's the same round of people yeah. that are your the first ones watching the next movie you make like they're like i don't fuck with her anymore and this i'm like that. then why are you the first one to watch Pero my sabe todo chisme. like they'll be like and she did this and this and then it's like how do you know if you don't fuck with me anymore girl <laughs> y sabes que es una cosa también that i this is my personal take on drama channels you guys porque hay muchos drama channels que dicen i pues i'm just reporting whatever they put out there está bien you know mm -hmm. chinga su madre reporta lo que yo digo pero yo pienso que hay una diferencia like if there's drama channels that really do want to call out you know bad behavior y pues sí a veces sí todo la cagamos yeah, todos yeah. you guys yo aquí sentado y Cindy aquí sentada pues we're not you know we're not perfect no. la cagamos y está bien pero hay drama channels que en verdad en vez de tratar de poner algo to see if a lo mejor uno reflexiona a lo mejor uno quiere cambiar nomás lo sube con el modo de hacer daño nomás lo yeah. sube con el modo de que Cindy o Allen hicieron esto en it's like no way si en verdad quieren hacer una diferencia si en verdad quieren que cambiemos debe de ser en otra manera you know what I mean and, because and you know what I feel like this is a lot of what yeah. happens too they'll post something and it'll give them like so many views that they almost like are like they pick at you and it's like a whole freaking month of just like Alan did this and Alan did this and Cindy did this and people are so okay with that there was a moment in in the influencer life que no existía eso y ahorita yeah. existe mucho you know where it's like and dude that that like promotes like the bullying and like the like it, it's just not okay but at the end of the day we have to realize that we do have a lot more people that fuck yeah. with us you know and at the end of the day yes it hurts and it's very draining but you just got to keep going because yeah. for a really long time like i 
would sit and cry and post and cry and post. And I remember I would talk to Yvette a lot yeah. and she would literally tell me, stop doing that because the more you do that, you're just showing them that they're getting what they want. They're going to keep fucking with que you. Just live your life. And I started doing that. Like I listened to her. I started just living my life. No, not everyone's going to like us. Yeah. And that's the truth. But I feel like one thing that I can say to people is that yes, we are influencers and you know, we do have a platform where we have to kind of like just use our platform for good for all good you know but we are human at the end yeah. of the day we fuck up at the end of the day and a lot of what happens now is like you mess up and people want to literally drag it as much as they can and they want to literally just not get over it and it's yeah. like okay at that point what are you just trying to bully me or are you are you trying to make me like reflexionar como he said tú yeah. you know what i mean so i feel like that's just a line that just is not understood y yo pienso que eso es lo que viene con you know being on social media i feel like people at home can be so miserable can be so like oh like odio mi propia vida que they literally do translate that onto other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is so sad because like we've been saying, we're <laughs> not perfect. We've never claimed to be perfect. Yeah. Igual como la gente que nos está allá en casita hablando mierda de nosotros, tampoco ustedes son perfectos. Tampoco esos drama channels que ustedes ahí le están aplaudiendo, que ustedes que gracias for exposing them. Ustedes creen que esos mismos drama channels no tienen cola que les pisen? Yeah. Claro que sí, porque todos somos humanos. También ustedes han hecho cosas en su or or you guys have probably made a mistake where you're like you never want to be reminded of it of it again like you just want to leave it behind you and it's like because we're human so it's like if you go through that and you go through your mistakes that you don't want people to keep reminding you of don't sit here and like yeah. remind others of mistakes that they've made because at the end of the day if they're showing you that they're respecting how you feel and they fucked up on you let them move on yeah. let them be happy let them learn from it now if someone continues making the same mistake over and over then i get it like that's different yeah. you know but todos somos humanos we all make mistakes you guys have made mistakes you guys probably live similar lives than we do yeah. you know so it's like just be a little nicer <laughs> i think that's what it is being a, a little nicer. nicer porque obviamente you know say way sé que hay gente que nos ama sé que hay gente yes. que a veces cuando la cagamos they're like way like I love Alan pero en verdad la cago I hope he changes sí. there's ways of like you know calling it yeah. out without yeah. it being like bully, I bully, hate bully, you bully 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 porque imagínense güey cuando ustedes la cagan nomás con el simple acto de que una persona les esté diciendo shit pues obviamente se siente mal ahora imagínate yes. cuando te sientas que casi todo el mundo te está atacando o over something that you're like wey si sí la cagué pero wey me siento hasta peor yeah. porque el mundo me está diciendo hasta que me muera no, you know yeah. obviamente you're no 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 fucking you know newbie to when it comes to hate pero ahora pienso que recently como estamos platicando you know you recently have you know brought your family more into your content you know we've seen you know po you posting a lot with Ethan with Karina y últimamente pues la gente no nomás contigo tiene pero también tiene tiempo para juzgar y criticar a tu hija tú como madre cómo te sientes de eso it makes me really sad because um at the end of the day whether you like me or not it's a child it's a child there's grown people literally sitting there commenting on a child's yeah. weight on a child's like defect on a child and it's so sad and yeah. i feel so sad i cry they've gotten her tiktok banned like they've literally they send her messages ugly messages and it's like she's a she's a baby Child, like yeah. kids should be off limits you would not like it if somebody's messaging your baby 
or if someone's hurting your baby and I get it, you know, what, what do they always say? Well, you chose this life. You choose to put your kids out there. No, the world needs to choose not to be that way. Like choose to kind of keep, yo chisme todo el tiempo. Tu crees que no ando en el teléfono? And I'm like, oh my God, bitch, did you see this? Have your people that you chismear with and yeah, pero para ponerlo like on social media, I think it's something completely sad and different you know and, and and it does make me sad and she'll look at me i'll cry sometimes and i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry because this is a reflection of like people hating on me to you and you don't deserve that but she's so strong-minded she's like mom don't listen to it like we're so blessed like she's the one constantly yeah. reminding me but i know it hurts her yeah. and i know it hurts her because you know what they had been commenting on her weight so much like and why is the mom skinnier and why is she like you know more why does she weigh more than her mom it's like who cares you know what i mean like everyone's beautiful in their own way i'm an adult i've chosen to get a million and one surgeries but she's a child let them be kids you know they're like well you're the one that gets all these surgeries and you know you should uh, think about your kid and it's like yeah but i'm not constantly reminding my kid of their weight i'm not doing what you guys are doing you know so i feel like i know it's affected her because my baby girl is down 15 pounds so it affects you in a good way yeah and i'm so proud of her for that but honestly she was born with a little nose defect by the way i asked her if we could talk about this and she said yes otherwise i would not be because she's her own person and she's like mom talk about it because i want people to understand that i'm a i'm a kid like i'm a kid at the end of the day no matter if she looks older if you know she wears makeup does it you know and so she was born with a little tiny baby nose defect and they call it out a lot they'll be like and what's wrong with her nose and it's like even if there is something wrong like you don't ask those kind of questions you know what i mean like it's just something that she deals with a lot but you know I, it's draining. It you, I, I'm sure as a mother, you're like, wait, quiero proteger a mis hijos. Quiero que se sientan the best they possibly can. Y pues la gente me los anda atacando. Y como tú paras eso. You know what I mean? Because no, y luego no los enseñas. And then it's like, you're a bad mom. You're never with your kids. I went through a moment of like, they were mom shaming me like a lot. And I was like, I'm not posting my kids. Like, I'm just not. They don't know if I'm with them, if I'm not with them, whatever. I'm not posting it. And I went through that moment. And I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of opened up and I was like, okay, let me start posting them. Let me post them more. And I did that and this happens. But at the end of the day, like I told you, there's so many more people that love us. And ella lo reconoce a sus like yeah. she tells me mom there's so many people that love us and at the end of the day we just gotta focus on that like the people that love us because you can't focusing too much on the hate too you take away from the people that yeah. actually love you because every post that you make there's a lot more comments of people you're so beautiful you're this so you focusing on the hate so much you kind of like yeah. los pones a un lado a ellos, you know and they're like hey like focus on the the positive so she tells me to do that a lot and that's what we're working on right now but yeah she does get a lot of hate pero lo bueno que you know ella te está enseñando a ti algo <laughs> sí. obviamente como dices tú le ha de haber afectado pues a quien no verdad yeah. quien no le va a afectar no matter what like I can sit down here you guys and be like well I don't give a fuck about anything pero al fin del día cuando We yo do. estoy batallando con algo mentalmente y si la gente lo sigue diciendo obviamente me va a afectar y obviamente claro. me va a doler como a todos cualquier persona and I feel like you know something that maybe you guys can take from this is like wait como tú dices todos chismeamos aquí yo también wey. aquí entre nosotros this, I, I've actually told you did it happen last year porque nos cancelaron una vez casi al mismo vez ¿te yes, and we were texting we oh were my texting, god yo me acuerdo que había una vez pienso que hace no quiero decir el año pasado, todavía me acuerdo las fechas, fue en abril, uh-huh. um, 
Was it last year? Yeah. Maybe two years ago. No, it was last year. It was last year. Yo me acuerdo que no, güey. A mí no me bajaban de mal amigo. Hubo dos videos en donde se hicieron súper, súper viral on TikTok. And I even lost, I remember on YouTube, I think I lost like 8,000 subscribers, bitch. Mm -hmm. Ay, como tú, güey. Yo también, yo dice, no, ya aquí acabó algo. Nice. Yeah. Aquí acabó. A los dos días te empezaron a cancelar a mm -hmm. ti. Me acuerdo, güey. And it's very much like... Like, it's crazy because la gente, this is when you know que la gente en verdad nomás te ataca, nomás por atacar y no para hacer un cambio. Te lo juro, güey, cuando te empezaron a atacar a ti, se aplacaron conmigo. Te lo juro. So, yo me acuerdo que te... I saved you. Ah, like, Thank you. Ah, no. You're like, you stop at cancellation. Which is like crazy because it's like, okay, so you guys didn't really, really give a fuck about me, me debes. Me debes. Te la debo, you guys. Para la próxima que la cancelen, no. yo me meto ahí para que me cancelen. But it's crazy. What, what I'm trying to say with that is that chingaban conmigo dos, tres días. Luego pasó lo tuyo y me dejaron en paz. Y empezaron contigo. Y luego después de que te terminaron contigo, empezaron con otra cosa. And it's like, no, güey. Si en verdad quieren like que that. uno cambie, make them accountable in the right way. No nomás ataque, nomás por atacar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so obviamente, being on social media, hablamos del hate. Um, pero lo que la gente no sabe es que there is times donde polémicas on the, you know, all this drama can affect, you know, an influencer, maybe in a workspace or even just emotionally, which obviously it has. Have the haters ever, you know, maybe affected you in a way where you're like, chingue su madre, en verdad, esto fue más grande de lo que parecía? Yes. Um, and it's probably something that I don't think any influencer would ever step up and talk about, mm -hmm. but I'm going to talk about it because it happened. And at the end of the day, es lo que es. Um, recently yeah i dealt with the soccer and oh, it was shit. really like it was really scary because you kind of almost think to yourself like how can someone really be this way yeah. and it even got to the point where this girl had a baby she named her baby ethan and granted there's so many freaking Ethans yeah. in the world but the situation and what she was doing to me and then doing that It was very it was like, weird. you know, like, like you're, you're kind of like, so, um, me mandaba, she would message me. She would message my friends. She would email me. She would email brands. Like she was just constantly like almost like, de like defaming yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like, and I let it happen for so long. My friends would tell me like, Hey, you know, this, this person just messaged me and told me like this and this and this about you. And I would look at her name and I would be like, Oh my God, there she goes again. Brands, you know, would tell me like that, that she would like email them and stuff like that. And it got to a point where I was just like, this person is like haunting me, yeah. like with an, a mistake that I made that I already made myself accountable for that I, yo ya sufrí por esto. Y and you're sufrí. trying to change it. Yes, yeah. and I did. And granted, like I told you guys, if you continue making the same mistake over and over and over, that's different. But when someone is genuinely like showing you that they fucked up and they're trying to move on from something, like I was on the ground because of my mess up, believe, believe me, like I, I paid back yeah. for what I did. So this person just kept haunting me and like it's a whole year later and this person is still continuing to yeah. send these message, send these like to, brands and stuff and i remember i was gonna go on a trip um i was, I was gonna go on a brand trip and everything was like set in stone and three or four days before the brand trip i get and i get a message i get a message from my manager and she's like hey they're knocking you off the trip and oh. i was like what 
I went through all my live videos. I went through everything. And I was like, there's no way I have done nothing. Like, yeah. and she's like, yep, they're knocking you off. They're saying something of these, uh, whatever, you know, details. From the brand, the email from the brand of screenshots of the person's like, you know, email and her message. And I was like, it's her. I went, I took legal action. I was like, this is not okay because you cannot be haunting me about something that I did before yeah. a year ago. You cannot, you cannot keep doing this to me. Like that's defamation. And I was crying and I was telling my manager, like, this is so unfair. It's so unfair from the brand as well, because it's like, you, like, it's kind of like picking skeletons from your closet. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was like, I'm not going to say anything about this because they're not forced to take me anywhere and pues, ni modo. Yeah. it's another loss for me you know at the end of the day it's it's whatever they say goes and i'm not gonna argue about it you know but i was like whoa um and i took legal action i ended up um you know talking with my lawyer and we ended up serving her a season desist and she signed it and and she's left me alone since but that girl caused me a lot a lot for a whole year alan like she was she was behind cheese my pages and i know because the moment that this happened those pages were down and the oh, most oh yeah, yeah. So, like you're like Esta abuela que estaba atrás de todo esto. and she would post videos and they would go viral like viral and just people hating them. like when i tell you this girl caused me damage like she caused me damage and got when the, when i tell you this girl got me to the point where i was like i don't want to do this anymore yeah. like this is it for me like i don't want to do this anymore i'm, I'm done like one person yeah. one person because the rest of the world yes um they ignore like they kind of like they saw how bad i suffered from a mistake that i made and they're like okay she learned her lesson like let's move on let's let's let this girl let's let this girl live you know like she fucked up we all fuck up let's let her live and she was that one that did it and it was that one that was still causing damage and i was like no more it sucks no por el dinero way or no por el trip it sucks because imagínate que alguien kind of like excludes you or or kind of you know te dice que no nomás por un for a fuck up que has hecho en el pasado yes I get it like maybe si teníamos cosas que reflexionar pero tú como dices tu fuck up pasó hace un año tú ya habías superado eso tú ya habías hacido cambios en tu vida in my sense I felt very like dude like that's not really who I am like yeah. just because of that 10 second clip that people turned into something greater that's not who I am and the fact that people as big as brands are literally believing that yeah. it yeah. is very like heartbreaking because yeah. it's like wait la gente ya tiene este personaje ya escrito en su mente de uno and it's like no puedes hacer nada to borrar lo que piensan de ti which sucks yeah it does suck and, and there's consequences and I get it y hemos vivido nuestras consequences you know but yeah. at the end of the day pinch me and it's gonna hurt like I'm yeah. a human being you know and every single person watching this episode right now has made a mistake in their life in their workspace where you don't want your workspace to continue reminding you of that mistake you want to move past it you know and so it's just I guess a message to you guys from us that yes, we do make mistakes. You guys make mistakes as well. And you know, like the way we're held accountable for mistakes is so is not the way that you guys even hold yourselves accountable for your own mistakes. You know, like you want to sweep it under the rug and you don't want nobody to see it. Ah, pero no se hable, no se la mosby porque ahí sí lo quieren tener en pleno pinche televisión. But at the end of the day, It is what it is. We went through that. And I'm so grateful that you're even sharing that as well, Alan, because a lot of the times you're almost ashamed of sharing something like that because you're like, I give up and tell la gente que perdí esto. 
y lo perdimos, pero aquí estamos chingándole aquí estamos todavía. estamos chingándole y gracias a Dios no nos vamos a por dejar. Por los que nos quieren. Por los que no quieren. It literally is like that. You know what I mean? Because there is some times where like you're getting so much shit online and you're like, wait, sabes que ya no. Yeah. Ya no quiero. I've gotten to those points a lot of the time, but I'm like, no way. I've made it so far. No me voy a dejar vencer por una pendejada que sí, a lo mejor tengo la culpa, pero que ya estoy tratando de arreglar, güey, que yo de estoy tratando de ser mejor persona. persona. No me voy a dejar vencer porque fulanito no me quiere. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, obviamente, la última vez que estuviese aquí fue en el 2001, güey. Oh Estamos al 2023. Chingue su madre. Almost Pasó mucho. Two years. Yeah. Obviamente, the topics y hasta las personas que we discussed about in nuestra última entrevista they're no longer relevant in your life today y pues ahora wey two years later hasta te miro más feliz obviamente ya compraste casa tienes una nueva pareja que honestamente I live for your guys' content ¿cómo conociste a Brandon y cómo comenzó esa historia de amor? um Jesus so Brandon <laughs> Brandon um, would sing at my parties and he sang at my parties for like about two years. And so he was a part of my life because I had parties every yeah. weekend. So, you no, know, you did. You, I mean, being conviviendo con, con personas five, six hours that like yeah. that often you get to know people and you really, you know, become a part of like their life. And so that's what happened. And I had a breakup and I was like, my eye was on Brandon, you know, and todo pasa por, por razones. Yeah. you know, people come in your life and exit your life for reasons. And I feel like there was a reason why God put him there that I'm now realizing because really when he came around, like, I feel like my life changed for the better. And he came around kid you guys not in a moment where i felt like my career was over my life was over where i was getting attacked hated everything and he was like my like he lifted me up yeah. throughout all of that so él no entró como oh my god entró with must be cindy and she's like thriving top, and yeah you know she's everything and no like he came when i was completely destroyed where i oh my god it was so draining and i don't even know how he stuck around through yeah. all of that but now i get it i'm like he just introduced me more into like the family life, yeah. you know, the putting your phone down and enjoying life and enjoying what you have, not necessarily being on your phone all the time and just being like all about social media. Cause that's what I was. And we just have built this beautiful little life. You know, he's now around us with my kids and it's just so beautiful. Like he's younger than me. Yeah. The, the younger ones just have something that yeah, attracts me. Like <laughs> it was, you know, but he's, he's so mature and everybody that meets him, you know, they're like, oh my God, he's this age? Like, yeah. how? You know, he seems older and he's just very mature, very family oriented and, and and he kind of like brought me around his family and he has a really big loving family and it almost is like Brandon came to fill this huge ass void that I had that if Brandon wouldn't have came around and not necessarily that you're almost like relying on a man to yeah. change these things for you but it really is what happened, you know? Like, he brought me into like the family void that I would like the void that I had with family, like vinieron ellos y me la están como sanando, sanando, you know, and like, um, with my kids, I feel like I'm very different with my kids and my household, everything. I'm, I no longer party. Like I used to, I used to sit there and party Wednesday through Sunday and pura tomadera. And like people would tell me and I'd be like, hi, you guys are just hating, but yeah. it really was what it was. And now that you like, I sit there and I cook and I, I'm just more like family. And I feel like people really like that. And everybody tells me like, 
literally everybody tells me you look so much happier no now. you do bitch like, you do te miro tus a veces me meto en tus en vivos en tiktok and i'm like wait like ya para de sonreír ah, like, ya. i'm like ponte a llorar uh, ah, no, you're like quiero chisme quiero, no but it's crazy because en verdad siempre que te miro junto like miro como que te saca esa como alegría from within was it ever hard you know obviamente empezaron a salir empezaron a ser novios was it hard to be like you know what I'm going to share my relationship online, especially because, pues, la gente sabía que él estaba en tu vida mucho antes de que, pues, lo enseñaras al mundo como tu pareja. Well, like, people actually just, like, threw it out there for us. We weren't even, oh, I don't even think me and Brandon, to be honest with you guys, were thinking of being a relationship or anything. We went to Coachella Fest together and it went on Cheeseman channels and it was like, she's with the musico that she has at her parties. So people just like, boom, threw it out there. And like, we were kind of like, oh my God, I wasn't ready for this. You were ready. But, pues uno se lo busco. Yeah. I mean, I'm on social media. ¿Tú crees que la gente no iba a hacer eso? Like, yo me lo busqué. But, um, people actually put it out their way sooner. So I feel like we were kind of like in that, like liking each other's stage, but we were putting it on social media because yeah. people had already done it. Um, and no, it wasn't hard. You know, at first people were like, Oh my God, Cindy, another boyfriend. But it's like, dude, I'm young. Yeah. And if things don't work out, and this is my message to you girls, like if things, you're only young once, one day we're going to be 70 years old, arrugaditas, and we're going to wish that we did what made us happy. And sometimes relationships don't work out. And for me, they haven't worked out like a lot more often than you guys, but you got to do what makes you happy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if you don't, they also quedar like miserable and you're gonna be one of those bitches on the cheese channels talking shit about someone else no but you have yeah. to do what makes you happy you know and i was just like fuck it it's already out there just because it is what it is no and, voy a ocultar algo pero que obviamente que? Quiero vivir. like people really liked him yeah. off the bat and they love him like my son wants to be him every day every day cantando you guys no mames le va a quitar el, el, el sí. puesto de cantante a Brandon verdad luego se va a ir Ethan a los pinches a las tocadas yeah, por él literally no that is so cute so, so recently acabas de compartir con nosotros that you've became a first time home owner yes. congratulations thank you ¿Cómo fue eso amiga ¿Cómo fue el lograr ese gran you know accomplishment oh my god it was so fast like I for the longest time I was like ah, I'm not ready to buy a house yet like te da el miedo because at the end of the day it really is a really big commitment it is, and yeah. it's scary you know and and I was scared for the longest time and from one day to the next I was just like I'm ready like it is what it is I'm ready I want to get a house and Brandon found the house and he was like hey look at this house and I was like oh my god it's so beautiful I was like let's try it let's let's submit our info let's try it and well, we did I, like, wait, we it. Ah. I'm like let's get married real quick before <laughs> we get <laughs> it <laughs> get me pregnant no and so we we're like let's try it you know because at the end of the day uno gasta tanto dinero en renta, dude I was paying like literally not kidding like $3,500 in, yeah. in rent like yeah. it's a lot you're just paying someone else's mortgage I'm like I'm done with this and we submitted and we got approved and I was like should I go? For, I was like, God, if this is meant for me, you're not going to put anything in the way. And he didn't. Like, we slid through the whole you're like, process. Bitch, I don't even know like, what was like, ready. <laughs> and now we live there. But it's it's such a beautiful feeling because it's yet another accomplishment of mine, thanks to you guys. And those of you guys that love me and follow me. And because at the end of the day, I've always said this, you know, you, I can sit here and try to pursue my dreams. But if there's not, your people behind you yeah. how far are you really gonna get you know like you if i could sit here and promote things all day long but if your people are not behind you supporting you 
how far are you really going to get? So they always tell me like, but you have to give yourself credit. I do. But at the end of the day, it's all thanks to you guys because you guys love my life. I mean, I'm just a regular girl from the ghetto. Like, you know, that got pregnant at an early early age and has this crazy ass novella life. But aún así me quieren y y me me apoyan, you know, And, and they are the reason why we have all of our accomplishments. No, y yo 100% estoy en ti en eso, pero también give yourself credit, sí, pues amiga, sí. porque los chis- nos chingamos y todo eso lo has hecho tú. Yes. La gente sí te ha apoyado, la gracias a Dios y que te vaya a seguir apoyando, pero tú también te tienes que dar crédito, güey, porque sin ti no hubiera nada. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, the people support you and the, the people love you because they love who must be Cindy is. They love the person you are. They love how opening you are with them. Y pues, como no van a querer support someone that literally like se pueden ver ellos en ella. Yeah. En ti. I feel like that's why a lot of people love me. And I feel like that's why a lot of people just fuck with me so hard because I am very like, if I'm crying, you're going to know about yeah. it. If I'm suffering, if I go broke, if I do this, you're going to know about it because at the end of the day you yes it's cute to live this like you know fairy tale life of like everything is perfect but really you you set this expectation for them of like something that they don't have and then they feel like okay me eating the microphone (laughs) i know (laughs) like something that they're no like something that you know you give them like this fairy tale life and they almost feel like it's unreachable versus like sharing with them your downfalls your fuck ups your your moments cuando estás en el suelo para que cuando estés arriba ellos se sientan like si a ella le pasó a mí también me puede pasar yeah. so ya para terminar esta entrevista you guys yo quiero preguntarle la última pregunta que le pregunto a todos okay. en qué se mira la must be Cindy haciendo in the next five years Well, I'm going to try to continue doing what I'm doing. I say this all the time. I'm like, cuando yo termine aquí, mis hijos van a empezar. I want to get them started. I want to focus on just putting them out there because I feel like they have so much potential in doing what I'm doing. And my daughter's already like showing signs of like it's what she wants to do. She actually has her collab coming soon with the brand. So congratulations to her. She's already throwing those signs that I mean, Ethan with the Stejana and the music. I'm like, these kids have something. So the day that I'm done here. So that's what I want to work on. But you know, like I feel like I, I I met the whole uh, the the goal of you know buying my house and I feel like within the next five years I just see myself enjoying my kids enjoying my family chingándome todavía en el trabajo y todo pero como enfocarme like in my in my relationship my family my kids like my little household something that I haven't done or have gotten to enjoy because of everything else around me you know and you know back then and now just like focus on that so and maybe have another baby. Maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll come back on here in the next two ah, years. Yeah, like, he's like, on, he's, no like ah. he's like, can you come? I'm like, es que no tengo babysitter para ah, mi hijo. But that is crazy, amiga. Yeah. Yo sé que vas a lograr eso y más porque yo sí, sé Dios viéndote. Quiere con lo que miro online y, y, lo, y lo que te conozco en persona, yo sé que todo lo que tú te propones, yo sé que todo lo logras. ¿Por qué? Porque eres una mujer trabajadora y una mujer ambiciosa que quiere lo mejor para ella misma. Y lo digo ambiciosa in the best way possible because I feel like we all as humans should be ambitious to want and strive for more than what we have. Y yo lo miro todo eso en ti, amiga, y yo sé que vas a llegar 
super super late. thank you and I just want to say thank you for having me on the show again and giving me an opportunity to talk about these things um, that I haven't sat and like talked about to an open audience like this you know so era un momento como de desahogo para mí and it's very different than the first episode that we had so thank you for having me no, again thank you I amiga you, otra vez por estando aquí con nosotros y you're like gracias. ya vete para tu casa Ay, aquí se quebró una taza y cada quien para su casa yeah. Ay, no pero muchas gracias también a ustedes por guys. escuchar y ver el episodio de hoy if you guys haven't already make sure you guys go ahead and follow Must Be Cindy on all her social medias that I'll leave on the screen and linked down below y también no se les olvide to follow me on all of my social media so you guys won't miss any future episodes and with that being said you guys thank you once again for thank being you, here friend. thank you bye guys I love you guys and we'll see you guys in the next one bye today's episode is brought to you by Angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.